Welcome to Shinla Not Batman. Today we have a very, very special episode. It is number 198, and we have Mr. Justin Shanlin here, and I'm Kyle Davis. How are you, Kyle? I'm feeling very energetic, surprisingly. Uh, so for context, I just walked in the door. It mm-hmm. is 12.40 at night. Mm-hmm. I just got home from work, mm-hmm. and we're, we're recording because there is a brand new Flash trailer. I know. It's crazy. We haven't done, like, like obviously we do, like, trailer breakdowns but we haven't done like a late evening like this is going like way old school for us i remember when we used to do like trailer breakdowns at like three and four in the morning it's crazy like it turns out once we get old we just can't stay up and do stuff like that i'm i mean speak for yourself sir i mean speak. i'm like 30 years old which means i'm pretty much ready to retire yeah okay <laughs> not in this economy <laughs> I don't know what I don't know I don't know what America you're living in currently, but this is Mark Zuckerberg's America, okay? Or Elon's. Or <laughs> Elon's. So, what's the plan for this evening, Kyle? What are what's what are we doing? Why are we up? What is a very silly question, Justin? We are going to be watching Batman Three Electric Boogaloo, <laughs> featuring the Flash. Batman Three. Oh, jeez. <laughs> That's what I felt like. I was like, this is a Batman movie with a Flash in it. Yeah, it's like, man, there's but a lot of Batman reality, in this Flash trailer. In, rea- in reality, it's bat a Batman movie with Supergirl in it. And the Flash is a side character. He makes a cameo in his own movie. <laughs> Which, I mean, as much as I hate to say it, that's probably for the best if it comes when it comes to like the success of this movie at the box office. Because well, don't, don't, don't get me wrong, like, I love the Flash. I would go see a Flash movie. I don't know if the general audience likes Flash as much I as think, most I don't of know us. what the general audiences think of this person. Like this person's pretty toxic, and I know I know for a fact they're not going to be using Ezra Miller at all for publicity uh, you know like there's going to be no there's going to be no questions and if there is any questions to Ezra Miller like if Ezra Miller is allowed to do any press it's going to be very a very controlled environment where the publicists are going to be right off camera feeding (laughs) questions and helping answer those questions because as of now, the studio is trying to do their best to sell this film. And what they're doing, I mean, I don't know if you've been able to see any of the initial reactions to, you know, The Flash, because at, they're at CinemaCon right now. Warner Brothers did their big, you know, four-hour uh, presentation today. And they did their first screening for The Flash with unfinished uh, CGI, which makes no sense to me. Like, we're... Like, this movie was supposed to be done, you know, last year, and still there's still issues with, you know, the CGI not being 100% completed. Mm-hmm. 
but the initial reactions, I don't know if you're able to see those, but mostly I saw like, obviously there's some negative, but most of the, most of those negative uh, reactions were from people or critics who are, aren't really even critics. They're just kind of like, you know, I guess scoopers. I don't know if scoopers are still a thing anymore. Like I know Umberto. Was oh, also- so, so they're Twitter people. So like, but the, the per like this person's pretty famous. I'm gonna say who this person is because like this person's pretty litigious. This person l- enjoyed watching the movie Gotti. So if uh, they <laughs> didn't like this movie, but enjoyed the movie Gotti starring John Travolta, yes, Gotti. Um, I, I mean, not, that's I, pretty much just putting a big old flashing sign that says "My opinion does not matter." I mean, I mean, like I said, like. For the most part, I saw, you know, I thought that the people that would like the movie, liked the movie. The people who didn't like the movie, didn't like the movie. So there's not anything that surprises me. But I am, I have seen, like, this is the best movie since The Dark Knight. This is the best DC movie since the Nolan movies. This is the best DC movie of the last 30 years. Like, I'm seeing a lot of, I wouldn't say hot takes. I mean, the the review embargoes are still going to be up until June. But, you know, a pretty I'd say a pretty positive uh, smattering of people were able to to tweet out, hey, I really enjoyed this movie. It's epic. I mean, like so I I saw like the hype is real. Believe the hype type of a thing. So Mm. but at the end, it's really all up to the individual viewer. I mean, there is someone on this planet that enjoyed the movie Gotti. So um with that, like, w- what the plan is this evening is to break down this trailer and to and to talk about the things that we enjoyed, didn't enjoy. So if this is the first time you're listening to us do a trailer breakdown, the reason that we do this is um, something that we, you know, started at the beginning of the podcast. I'm a huge fan of Roger Ebert. Like, when I was reviewing movies in college and, you know, writing reviews, like, I remember watching a documentary about Roger Ebert and how he would do – you know, he would he would screen movies and at any point during the the viewing of said movie, if anyone, you know, said stop or hey, let's talk about the scene, that's what they would do. So we kind of really enjoy doing this. It's kind of one of our longer episodes. So if you're uninitiated um in this process, um that is what we're gonna do. So make sure that you have the Warner Bro well, it's not even on the Warner Brothers or it's on the DC like like and like that's another thing that just like really just you know chaps me is like they were like there was like a good streak of like hey you know these movie these movie trailers are on you know Warner Brothers you know the like the actual like parent company like YouTube channel but like we we, we I could only find it the Warner Brothers New New Zealand then Warner Brothers India but we found it on the DC YouTube channel. So if you are on the DC YouTube channel, that's where we're going to be, you know, doing this. So we are at, like, do you want to give any more explanation of how this works to our uninitiated listeners? Sure. So what we are going to be doing is we're going to be going through the trailer multiple times. A couple of times we're just going to be watching through it at its normal speed and commenting on stuff here and there. But on the second time we go through it, we'll be taking little breaks here and there whenever anything interesting is happening. And uh, we'll really dissect what we see on the screen. And hopefully you guys will be willing to follow along with us. 
I mean, I'm excited because there's a lot of things that happen. But like Kyle said, like this is this is more of a Batman trailer with you know Flash in it. Um, and like, what's interesting about this trailer, there was not a ton of like new like plot points. It was more like I won't even say yeah. like this. Real. Uh, like it, it's just kind of reiterating a lot of what we already know like oh barry goes back in time uh he messes up kind of the the metaverse with the, the men yeah. humans there's a fight with zod in the desert and then maybe just like a couple scenes here and there and like i have like questions about that like so i'm watching this trailer before we get into it like i'm watching the show like i know the reasons why general zod came to earth and man of steel right like he came to earth because Kal-El. Kal-El accidentally. Well, turns was it Kal-El or was it uh, Lois Lane? Somebody no, activated like a beacon. Yeah, Kal-El activated a, a beacon when he moved, you know, the ship. And I'm just like, are they going to like, if that doesn't happen, why does General Zod come to Earth? Well, Justin, if he <laughs> if he doesn't come to Earth, there's no movie. I mean, but like, I just <laughs> want this stuff to make sense. Justin, it's like, a comic book movie. It doesn't have to make sense. I mean, but like, <laughs> I just want this to make sense. <laughs> no, I get, I get where you're coming from. I was watching. I was like, I was thinking about Man of Steel earlier. I was like, wait a second here. Who does? Does is there no beacon? <laughs> if there's no beacon, this movie doesn't work. It's like, uh, yeah, Zod just gets out of the the zone, and he he decides to go to Earth anyway, just just because it looked nice. I, I, I mean, I mean, and like, like, I'm like really curious how this also works because remember, he comes to Earth, or like he, they get out of like the Phantom Zone when Krypton explodes, and so they're kind of like looking around for like thirty something, thirty odd years, and like they, like I don't know, like I'm, I'm curious. I, I'm wondering if they, they really give like detail of. Because that stuff made sense in Man of Steel. Like, are they going to rehash that stuff into this movie? It seems like, like, I don't know, like a weird retcon. I don't know, but like, let's get into it. I'm at triple zero. Kyle's at absolute zero. So it is cold. Is it cold? Well, it's not absolute zero cold, but it's it's Michigan. Oh, oh I thought like. I mean, <laughs> It's kind of nice today. It was rained a little bit, but that wasn't too bad. So I'm 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 like three weeks away before it starts getting to like ninety degrees. So well, isn't that nice? No, it's horrible because like it it doesn't not be ninety degrees or hundred degrees for like five months in a row, and you're just like just the sun needs to go away. Like it's just nonstop sun. I'm just like where 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 where's Krusty the Clown? Where you know they they just blot off the sun. How would that even work? A giant clown blotting out the sun? Remember in The Simpsons, like the big one, you know, Mr. Burns gets shot. Like he tries to, he tries to like, uh, he tries to like put the, like this big thing that blocks the sun. I must have missed that one. You've never seen that one? Like that was like, that was like. <sighs> this is why we can't have nice I, I am uncultured. Like you didn't even know, you didn't even watch that episode of like, of the office with Jack Black in it. Well, I, I fully admit to that one. I I had no idea that stuff like that happened in the later seasons of The Office. Oh my god, I'm dealing with children right now. <laughs> We're at triple zero, Justin. 
<laughs> I'm ready to go. Like this is a kind of a short pod, like not short podcast, short uh, trailer. It's only, it's under three minutes. All right. Well, if you guys also have the trailer queued up, we are going to go ahead and hit play here in three, two, one, go. New trailer starts now. I like how they, I like how they start, you know, at Wayne Manor, and like you hear Keaton Bruce Wayne talking about his parents. Oh, it is a Batman movie after all. <laughs> <laughs> Like I had to watch this today, and like I couldn't have the sound on. But like when the bat wing comes down and it kind of like reveals itself slowly, I was like, <sighs> "Can this day be over with so I can just listen to this and watch this?" And like, like Keaton looks great in this. You were literally just talking about listening to it, and I do have to say, the music in this trailer is great. I mean, I wouldn't even like. I wasn't even really paying attention to the the, tr the music. I was, I was listening to the dialogue because I couldn't even understand. Like, I had to put the caption. This is the first time. Like, I was like, "What does Barry's dad say?" He just it's a like, oh, uh, call nine one one, and then Barry runs out of the house. There's General Zod. We've only seen General Zod in every Superman movie, and like he's even the General Zod even shows up with Supergirl. So. We just can't get away from this guy. <laughs> Did you see Avatar 2? No. Okay, can I spoil part of that? <laughs> I mean, go go ahead. I, I, the viewers don't mind getting spoiled by it. <laughs> so, like, we're supposed to be talking about this. But, like, okay, so the whole movie is about uh, General Courage coming back, but he's, like, an Avatar now. Oh, yeah, yeah General middle, Military Guy, yep. Yeah, so at the end, like he, like he's like in his avatar. You think he's gonna die? Nope. They 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 keep him around, and he's gonna be in like the next three movies. So basically, in the Avatar world, they just have another General Zod in it. <laughs> I wonder what General Zod would look like as a blue alien. <laughs> and like, like, and like this, this another Kryptonian kills Zod. <laughs> they just spoil that in this movie, in this trailer. Justin, they these movies never kill the villains off. It, it, it just never happens. I just love seeing the Batwing and Batman flying from the Batwing. And like, if you look at this thing, if you look at the end, like the end, like the symbols they show, two Batmans, Superman, and the Flash. <laughs> Did you not notice that? The Flash that? is the third string in his own movie. Oh my goodness! I, I right. like for that final shot there. I like the way that the the bat is silhouetted <laughs> over the moon. That's a very well, nice touch. When we we'll get to a spot where I was like, is that is that supposed to like symbolize the old eighty nine cathedral? Like it looks, you'll looks see, looks like a bat signal. No, 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 I know, I know that, but there's like another scene in this film in this film in the trailer. I was like, is that the is that supposed to like. Are they like throwing that back to like the old 1989 cathedral? I tweeted about it. I was like, "Am I the only one who notices it?" And like, I guess so, because like only like three people like favorited it. So <laughs> I was like, "I guess it's just me." That's the uh, the internet's kind way. It's telling you to shut up, Justin. I know. <laughs> so, and I remember I went I went back 
I went back to like, cause back in November, I said I had heard from like multiple people, like how good this movie was and how nostalgic and blah, 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 blah. And I was able to find that tweet. And like, I went through the comments. I was like, damn, I'm glad I didn't look at that during that time. Oh God. Like 70 comments of like, this guy's an idiot. Like one guy, one guy had Roman Reigns. Like, I don't know. Do you know who Roman Reigns is? Vaguely. So he's a wrestler. He goes, he goes, you're a liar. <laughs> And I was like, should I just slam dunk on this dude right now? Or like this this avatar? This <laughs> just like the tweet. <laughs> this Twitter avatar. Be like, hey, I was right. And like, what's funny, because I said, you know, if it, like, it has No Way Home vibes. And like, there was a few people that reviewed the movie. Said, hey, it's got ho- No Way Home vibes. It's like, huh. <laughs> yes, it was Surprise Pikachu face. <laughs> oh, gosh. All right, we're at we're at we're at absolute zero. We're back to triple zeros. Been off the rails. We 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 didn't really comment on the trailer much. <laughs> the first I mean, time around. I mean, there's we we have a whole nother a whole nother try here. We're we're actually gonna deep dive into it. Now. <sighs> I mean, what what's more important, Avatar two or the Flash? I mean, based on the box office, I'm gonna say what? Avatar two. I mean, yeah. Look, <laughs> the three billion worldwide so, i still I, don't know anybody besides justin that has seen that movie you don't like you haven't seen I, i'm surprised you haven't seen it. it's like on digital right now you could literally watch it but, but why I, I just think the first one was okay at best <laughs> if you like if you thought the first one was okay at best then you're gonna be very surprised that the first hour is just a rehash of the first movie and you're wondering why i have not watched avatar 2 <laughs> I'd say like the first thirty to forty-five minutes is just a rehash. Like I, I mean, I was mildly curious about it, but every time I looked at a review, everybody's just like, "It is the first movie, but in the water." <laughs> it really is, but like the water stuff's real cool. So, like, if you if you're about the environment and water, you know what else is really cool, Justin? Staring at paint dry. I don't know. Going outside and finding some actual water. <laughs> Like in a garden hose? Like in a garden hose. I don't need no alien planet water. Just garden hose water? That would do just fine. Kyle, is that your primary way of hydrating yourself? Garden hose water, yeah. I will admit, garden hose water has a delicious taste to it. On the right day, it is the best water in existence. (laughs) Well, we're doing... like, And I really like this trailer. I don't know why it's going off the rails. Maybe... (laughs) This is what happens when we record at one in the morning. <sighs> I'm gonna get fired. <laughs> I mean, I mean, does it really matter? I already have a new job, so it's problem solved. Then, like, I like someone's like, "Are you gonna tell your boss?" It's like, eh, like my last week probably. <laughs> it's like, what are they gonna do? Fire me? <laughs> I already signed another contract. Uh, we're at, I, I'm back at triple zero. I'm at I'm at zero zero one. Let me go. Wow, back. Justin over here breaking the formula of our breakdown. Okay, so here we go. So this time we're gonna. If you are following along with us, make sure that you are stopping when we stop. We'll have a timestamp. Well, Kyle will have a timestamp because I got like did like hit my iPad because YouTube sucks on on. My old fruit computer, so a fruit back. 
But all right, we're going to go ahead and hit play here a second time in three, two, one, go. Do like my question is like, do we really need like, of course, the trailer starts now. They do it now because of like pre-roll ads and parents stuff. OK, stop. I'm at I'm at 10 seconds. That is Wayne Manor, we see. What are your thoughts on, like, I guess my question to you is, like, so we haven't seen this Wayne Manor since 89. Like, in 92, they used a different version, a more Americanized version of Wayne Manor. Mm-hmm. It's going way back to, uh, I think this is Hatfield House. I think that's the name of it. I can't, I don't think there's another name for it. I think it's Hatfield. What are your thoughts on seeing this? you know, for the, you know, like the 2023 version of Wayne Manor, um, you know. I'm assuming they had to do some restorations on the original location, right? No, no, no. They, they just, they just feel, they it just, was still mostly intact. Oh yeah. Like it's like people go do like tours of it. It's like a pretty famous. Okay. That makes sense. Cause I, as I'm watching these trailers, I'm like, man, they looks just fantastic. Spot on. But now so, we're seeing it with like better film technology. Yeah, like it's interesting to kind of like go back because I was like one of the main, my main complaints about Batman Returns is they didn't use any of the sets, um, you know, any of like this the style. Like it was became very Germanic and expressionist um, in '92, where I I really liked the '89 version because it like felt like you were on location because they actually filmed on location mm-hmm. and not inside of a you know soundstage. So seeing this you know and then you know having having the two bears walk into it walk up to wayne manor is very it's 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 kind of like it's kind of like you know revisiting you know we're just revisiting the past obviously like that's the point of this film but like in an interesting way like like I'm glad they're kind of like doing it this way, where it doesn't seem like every, like thing like pillars are falling down, because it's kind of what you got in like The Dark Knight Rises, where you're like inside a Wayne Manor. Remember, like everything's kind of like shrouded up, and you know he basically he does everything went to hell in seven years or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I like and he picks up he picks up room archery for some reason. He doesn't want to go outside. Yeah, I, I picked this up for my friend Oliver Queen. I'm just, I'm like, she, 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 get over it. She died years ago. Cut your nails. You don't understand, Justin. He's known her since they were children. I mean, but really, you're not wrong. You're not if wrong. they, you're if they, wrong. if if they do, if they do a sequel to the Flash, which I know they're not. What they should do is figure out a way for the Barry to go back in time, the Dark Knight, to save Rachel. <laughs> that, that would be interesting. It's like we bring Christian Bale back, and then like they do, and, and Tom the- Hardy's Bane. <laughs> All right, we're at ten seconds. Hit and play in three, two, one, go. Like that to me does not look like the parents from the 89 film. I'm sorry. Stop. Oh my God. I am at 
seven I, seconds. I see you, the 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 control room here. Like and like, I'm glad I'm glad that the, like his screens are updated because I was, I was I remember when they were like. <laughs> I remember when they were like, like, all right, so Michael Keaton's going to be back. They're going to be filming. They're going to try to, like, recreate. I was like, oh, God. They're going to have, like, these those really old boxy screens. <laughs> Imagine if he was still on the boxy screens of, like, an operating He's system. Get a an operating system from 1980s. He's got to get a VHS tape out. <laughs> He's got to go to the store and buy a VHS. Alfred. Alfred. Alfred what the heck point. are these DVDs? He's Alfred's dead in this movie. Thanks for Damn. bringing up the past, Kyle. Damn, now I feel bad. Well, you pick up room archery. <laughs> I'm going to go retreat into my house for seven years to pick up room archery. All right. I'll see you guys oh. in 2030. <laughs> it was nice being on the show. Like, uh, like I like seeing, like seeing this stuff. Like, obviously, that's the same chair, that little, whatever that recording device, the circular thing on the left side. Like, super excited to see, like, this stuff. I really enjoy his speech. Like, he's really, he's really, it sums up, you know, it's it's basically summing up Bruce's life and the reason why he decided to become Batman in, like, a couple sentences. And yeah. He does it, like, really well. It, the dialogue here like, from Keaton's really good, and, and like I said, it's just like imagine what Bruce Wayne would be like to meeting this time traveler that was like, "Oh yeah, I just went back in time and I saved my parents. It was easy." Well, dude, I'm, <laughs> I'm curious. I'm curious if at any point in this movie does Bruce ask Barry to go back in time to save his parents, like in another timeline. I think that'd be a cool nod to the uh, Flashpoint story. Right. So I don't think that's what the, I think this is going to be a very loose adaptation, like kind of like yeah. I want. I'd say like but, so like obviously we don't have a war between the Amazonians and the Atlanteans in this movie, as but, far as I can tell. <laughs> no, no, I think they got rid of. I think they got rid of Gal scene. I think they got rid of Gal scenes and Jason scenes in this film. I know for a fact they got rid of Henry Cavill scenes in this film because apparently Henry Cavill had a couple cameo spots in this movie. Um, but it's crazy I, to think that over the years this was like a full blown Justice League type movie. <laughs> it's it's, oh, a, it's well, a little it was, different now. Like like, like we said in the last episode, like the original idea after Rick Rick Fumawaya, I can never pronounce his last name. I said that on the last episode too. So, um, like he was just gonna do like like just a regular flash film. And then, then you had the guys, the two guys who did the, the dungeon and dragons movie and that tag movie, they were going to do just a, like a regular flash movie. But like Robert Zemeckis wanted to like do like flashpoint, like a pretty literal adaptation of it. So very interesting to see how this kind of went from that to this iteration like I'd really be interested in that version of the script. I don't know if they developed the script. Like I have to like do some digging to find out. But I do know like when Jeff was in charge, Jeff Johns was in charge of things, and Zemeckis, Robert Zemeckis, the you know the great filmmaker of like Back to the Future and Who Framed Roger Rabbit and Castaway and blah blah mm -hmm. blah blah. Like very much wanted to do like 
I mean, you get the you you get that per the he, what a pick to you know do a time travel movie. So right. But I really like this dialogue. I like I like like I said, it sums up so much of who Bruce is, and like just like. You know, it, it reminds me of that line in Lord of the Rings you were in Lord of, at the very beginning of the, of the Fellowship. You know, some things that were lost were forgot. You know, that that's that line and everything. I was like, ooh, like kind of reminiscent of that. So I know I'm like, Kyle's like, what are you talking about? So, but <laughs> no, I'm I'm familiar with what you're talking about. So, but I'm I'm interested to see like like I'm glad like it seems like it seems like Bruce has come into the cave and updated things as you know the years obviously the that's still the same chair from 89 and you know still some things but I'm glad to see like he hasn't become like I guess resentful towards he's, he's been more productive than Christian Bale yes <laughs> So like Christian Bale only went down to the Batcave just to find out who was stealing his mother's, you know, pearls. But, you know, I mean, it looks pretty dusty, to be honest. But still, like, it seems it seems like at some point he was, you know, updating things, you know, so very curious. Maybe that's a good thing. Maybe he's just too busy going out and actually being Batman to stay home and clean up his desk. I mean, Alfred's not alive, so. Exactly. But uh, I'm ready to click play here if you are. I am ready too. All right, guys. Let's go ahead and continue in three, two, one, go. Name me who I am. Okay, stop. I'm sorry. We're we're right at we're right at like twenty twenty one. Twenty two seconds. Twenty two seconds. There be a that plane coming down from the ceiling. Like, what an iconic shot from a trailer. And it, like, it, it's kind of reminiscent to me of, you know, the opening, the intro of the first film, too, where, like, yeah. you have, like, did you get that? Was I the only one kind of, like, saw that? Like, I, I kind of remember that scene now that you bring it up. Like, like the like the intro where you know you're traveling. It's doing the it's doing the opening credits. You know, Tim Burton film, Jack Nicholson, Michael Keaton, and, and like goes through throughout the entire thing. And like you see, like you know when it's when they're done, it says directed by Tim Burton. It's the bat symbol. Like I was like, are are they? Is he going out? Like, is the director Andy Muschietti going out of his way to just make just to be like? Like, hey, like this is gonna be a movie, but we're gonna just throw tons of nostalgia at you, throw you with all the nostalgic feels. Because like, is that is this what? So he's going there. (laughs) So I mean, there's like Kyle said, there's that scene at the end of the the trailer where it's reminiscent of the shot of the bat plane in illuminated by the moon in the first film, but it's kind of like the same thing, but like in a different angle. So. I bet 22 seconds. <laughs> I just thought that was a cool shot. It, it is indeed a cool shot. So, um, anything right. else? I think that's good for now. I did, Like I said, I spent a lifetime trying to right the wrongs of the past. Just interesting dialogue. There's a lot of really good dialogue. Like Keaton's got I, some good dialogue. Ben Affleck's got some good dialogue yeah. in the trailer. Like, you know, shout out to the writers. They, yeah. they, they nailed it. Maybe. 
<laughs> oh, I guess we'll have to see the movie to find out. <laughs> Maybe. We've still got two months away, Kyle. Oh, uh, God. <laughs> That's what, I think we said that very same thing with Suicide Squad. Yeah, I really like that dialogue. They nailed it. I don't know anybody that said that. <laughs> <laughs> and if I did say that, I apologize. Because remember, he said he was going to hurt you really, really good. What are we, some kind of Suicide Squad? All right, 22 seconds. 22 seconds. Let's go ahead and hit play in three, two, one, go. A lifetime trying to right the wrongs of oh, the yes. <laughs> I just need like a heavenly orchestra. Back, back, back. Okay, so one thing I noticed, hold up. So what is it? Where am I at here? So I'm at 24 25 seconds when like the bat wings opening up but if you notice on the stairs the two berries are there i don't know if anyone else noticed that oh okay i i can see them the two berries are definitely in the bat cave um so very interesting to see that um but do you, I don't know. do you think they found a way to get into the bat cave or do you think uh Bruce is just like let him in? Into the bat cave like like every like Vicky Vale. <laughs> <laughs> well, if she can get in, I'm pretty sure Barry Allen could find a way to get in. I mean like Vicky Vale. I like I I keep on hearing that there's like a ton of like really like bonkers uh like cameos in this film. I'm wondering if Kim Basinger or or Robert Wool as Alexander Knox are in this film. Obviously Jack Nicholson's not in the film, so No. Maybe like and I also I remember I remember that like when they were filming, I had heard a rumor that um Michelle Pfeiffer did a cameo, but I don't think that's gonna happen. But if it did happen, like my head would explode. <laughs> While we're on the subject of cameos, do you want to know which cameo I want to see more yes. than any other? Nicolas Cage in a Superman costume. I would like to see that too, to be honest. That would be an awesome callback to what could have been back in the day. I would like to see that too. I don't think, like, that'd be interesting to see. I mean, it would have to be prominent. Like, it couldn't just be like, you know, Barry and the Speed Force, you know, and it goes through, like, all the different Supermans, and then, like, there's this, like... No, like, he, he would need to, like, appear in a timeline or a universe for at least a couple seconds and see the Superman doing a Superman thing, you know? I don't know, like, I'd be interested, like, I mean, are they... Do you think they're gonna stop there? Is Ryan Reynolds gonna show up as Green Lantern again? <laughs> oh, God. I know. I mean, Grant Gustin is in the movie, and like I know, recently he's like, "I'm not in the movie." No, I heard. I heard before they were filming this that Grant Gustin was supposed to be in this film. Like I had heard that. I, I mean, heard- Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield said they weren't in No Way Home. I'm not just saying. And then, and then, like weeks before, John Campia posted posted pictures from the fucking movie. Remember that? <laughs> yeah. Remember that? I remember that. I'm just like, what is this guy? Like, how is this guy not being sued? Like, he literally posted. I don't. I'm wondering if it was a screener that he was watching, but he literally 
posted pictures from like the main fight sequence at the very end where they're all in costume oh without God. their mask. <laughs> He's like, I'm risking it all for the internet clout. Yeah, I know. I, I, you wonder why he wasn't at CinemaCon today. I was looking for his tweet. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you guys. For some reason, I wasn't invited this year. I don't know why. Okay, we're at 25 seconds. We're, we're making good progress. Talking around this trailer for as good as this trailer is. It's a good trailer. Yeah. <laughs> but there's just a lot to talk about. <laughs> All right, 24 seconds. I'm 25 seconds, somewhere right around there. We're going to hit play in three, two, one, go. The past. As if fighting crime would bring my I love this shot, too, where you see all the different bat suits. Oh, it's super, Stop. super Stop. awesome scene here. So go back, though. I think I mentioned this in the Super Bowl trailer, but at like, well, I'm at 30 seconds. Um, where like it's all lit up, like you can see the '89 burn suit. You yep. can see is that is the one like on the furthest right? I'm at 30 seconds, so everything's not lit up, so you can't see like the one in the middle. Like, is that one on the very right, like a ninja suit? Like, is there? Uh, you know, I don't have the best quality image right now, but to me, it actually kind of reminds me of like an Adam West type suit with like a gray body. Oh, do you? Like, is that one on the far left is supposed to have, like, a blue cowl, but everything else is black? Which makes no sense. So, I don't know. Like, you can see the burn marks from, like, when... It's just like, why not throw that suit away? Like, why keep it? If I've learned anything, it's that Batman has a thing for hoarding old suits. <laughs> really now? Is there? I wonder if there's a comic. I wonder if there's a Batman comic where he's like, well, you know, just throw that suit next to the 50 other suits. Remember, uh, was it BVS? When there's that scene of uh, the Robin suit uh-huh. in the trailer, everybody was just losing their mind about it. Mm-hmm. I do remember that because we lost our mind about we it. We lost our mind about it. Too bad I never went anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Ray Fisher's still angry about that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Uh, hashtag I stand with Ray Fisher. There we go. <laughs> People are going to listen to this and be like, ah, turn it off. <laughs> and we're canceled. <laughs> All right. I'm 30 seconds in. 30 seconds in. Cool shot. Like, obviously, that's Bruce Wayne with long hair. This Bruce Wayne has more hair than Michael Keaton does, which is, I find it hilarious. Well, so he's just wearing a wig. Is that what we got going on here? Oh, yeah. 100% he's wearing a wig. He doesn't have any bald now. I wonder why they went with uh, the long hair. Instead of just making, I really wanted bald. to be short with a turtleneck. Like I like, I wish they'd bring turtlenecks back. Like, cause that was like that's the move. That's eighty nine. Like he's it. Like he he has one bat suit and like thirty five different turtlenecks. I'm not meeting Vicky Vale tonight. Look, I'm if they if they fit and they comfy, there's no shame in it. 
like remember that scene in the movie where where Alfred calls and Alfred's like, hey, you know, you're gonna pick up Vicky Vale, go on your date, and Bruce Wayne's like, I'm not, I'm going to buy more turtlenecks. Yeah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I gotta go shop for turtlenecks. I'm not meeting her tonight. He literally says, I'm not meeting her tonight. <laughs> And like he doesn't even let her know. <laughs> like uh, that is a man that has his priorities straight. If you looked at if you looked at Bruce Wayne's Amazon account right now, <laughs> you're gonna find all these different turtlenecks in his in his car that he hasn't bought yet. Just all these different turtlenecks in his wish list. <laughs> And every year for Christmas, he sends his wish list to people. And he's like, I, I know you don't have to get me anything, but if you do buy me something, here's a it's, list. It's like the teacher wish list at the beginning of the year. It's just all turtlenecks. <laughs> it's all turtlenecks. I don't need pencils or paper. I have that covered. I don't need colored pencils. I don't need anything. Turtlenecks. <laughs> well, I think, uh, I think it's interesting that he's got the long hair. Um, I hope we actually see him and it's not like, it's not like one of those things where it's just like the back of Bruce Wayne's long hair. Like I really do. <laughs> yeah. Like it's a, it's a, it's a, a stunt man. And then it's like, ah, oh, it's Michael Keaton all along. Yes. <laughs> Jesus. How often do you think we're going to see, uh, him out of the suits? Quote unquote, you know, like you think well, he's going to spend the same, same, I don't know. Time? Like, I like I feel I feel like Bruce I remember see, I I heard that this scene got cut but there there's supposed to be like a scene where Bruce is at like City Hall with Barry and um Barry and Iris and Supergirl's supposed to fly in at some point but I heard that the, like and like all you see is Bruce like like in like the daylight he's got this you know the suit on. He that was the scene where he's supposed like I think he's driving like his Bentley, and like Supergirl flies in like they're at City Hall. I heard that scene got cut. Okay. I mean, to see if that scene remains because there's there's like 15 versions of this movie. They they yeah. they 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 screen this movie. I mean they don't even have the CGI finished. So like I th- did you see that disclaimer today? Hey, you know the version of the Flash you're seeing tonight is unfinished computer generated image and i was like yeah I, I heard a little bit about that no. but i would assume that now the even though the cgs not finished i assume that like the the cut is done like, yeah because yeah. because I mean, they had to get it rated and all that right it's locked picture for sure like the music's done like they're not going to be adding scenes well i think like so like what was interesting about tonight is I heard that there were no end credit sequences. And then I heard from someone else that stay for the end credit sequences. Oh, so I'm really confused because they're what they only showed one version of this movie tonight. Um, so like, I don't know why there's uh yeah. Why would there be conflicting reports on that? Like either there were credits or, or, or there were or, no end credits. I'm, so I'm sure. I'm sure they're still trying to figure out the appropriate end credit sequences. Um, because like and like I, I was talking to a buddy of mine, Drew tonight. He goes, "Man, like the Flash is so good. Too bad, too bad we got to deal with Blue Beetle and Aquaman too right after." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> and did you see that trailer breakdown for our tra- trailer description for Aquaman two? Some of the dialogue that's in that. I'm just like, "Ooh." It's Aquaman time. 
Like literally, no one can be, nobody can fight my brother but me. That's literally a line of dialogue. <laughs> Jesus, my dad's my dad can beat up your dad. Is <sighs> it is it too late just to have the Flash be like the end of this universe <gasps> and then? And that was what it was kind of supposed to be. Like it was supposed to be the Flash in in December, and like I don't like to me to me that if this movie is as good, you kind of want to end on a good note, right? Like I wish we were just ending on Flash, and then we had a break, and then it's like bam, new Superman movie. Let's let's do this. And like, like I'm interested in seeing Aquaman too because I really like Black a- Black. I almost said Black Adam, Black Manta. I really like Orm. I really like Aquaman. Like, I think, you know, but to me, like, if it's as bad as I've heard it is, throw that movie on Max and call it a day. <laughs> so just throw it on Max. I mean, it's it's going to be in theaters the same day as Wonka. Yeah. It's not. Good. And it's also kind of weird because uh, Blue Beetle is also the other one that's just kind of there. And that was originally supposed to be a, a Max movie, right? But mm-hmm. then they bumped it up to they, a theater. They really, they really like they really like what the dailies and everything that they were seeing. So they're like, all right, actually, let's be. They, I think they I think they gave I think they gave the director and like the producers like an extra thirty five or forty million. Oh, to interesting. Make it so it was going to be like a theatrical film. So, um, but well, still, hope, like, hope for the best. But you know, it's DC. Prepare, hope for the best. Prepare for the worst. <laughs> yeah. And I mean that with all niceness. We're at 30 seconds. Oh, my God. We are flying through this trailer. (laughs) Let's go. All right. Let's hit play in three, two, one, go. I like how I like how the he looks so great. Michael Keaton looks so great in this movie. He's such a he. Michael Michael Keaton's Keaton's always good. National treasure. Got some nice moments here, Barry and his mother. Guessing, I'm guessing the dialogue of the woman in this trailer right at this point is Iris West. I can see that. That that, that would make sense. Do you want to talk about the Speed Force? Like the CGI right here looks like looks horrible. It's uh, we we've already said our piece on the bad CGI in this movie. <laughs> it doesn't look much better. I like I like the scene too because it brings back it brings it's trying to bridge you know. I will help you fight Zod. And then I like the I I will help you fight Zod. Okay, stop, stop, right. stop, stop, stop. Okay, stop. It, okay. <laughs> stop. <laughs> Kyle, please do the pleasure. No. <laughs> I'm not asking you to say the line. I'm watching you to talk about this line. Are you sure about that? I want I want to get nuts. Do you want my opinion on this? I do want your opinion. I don't like it. Why is this? I'm surprised by that. So it was a fun kind of out of left like out of nowhere line from the movie, the original movie. Uh-huh. And it kind of got iconic because it it, it just super random like oh well he's talking about nuts and then he's like pulling out the the fire poker or whatever. We we all know the scene. I don't. Think, I think that was popcorn. But okay, continue. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, it being here, it's just nostalgia bait. Well, remember Seinfeld used that line too in, with George Costanza. This is not a Seinfeld movie. 
But I'm just saying, like, of all the lines, of all the lines in this movie, <laughs> like, I, when I when I heard, because I, I heard it, I heard that this, they screened this, this scene last year at CinemaCon. I think it was CinemaCon. I can't remember. But I heard that the scene was in there. I was like, all right, that's cool. I'm okay with this. It, to me, it, it feels like it's very much just a scene that was filmed so that people would point at the screen and go, oh, oh, he said the thing. He said the thing. And that's well, it. And then we move on. Like, what's the, what's the what's the other one, like, that Cyborg's supposed to say that didn't end up in Snyder Cup but was in Justice League? Booyah! Yeah. And everyone's like, he said it. He said the thing. He said Look, I'm okay with a little fan service here and there, but there's already I, a lot of fan service in this movie. I don't think we needed this personally. I'm here for it. I think I and they someone someone on Instagram, I saw someone on my Instagram posted uh like a, a mashup of like the original line reading and this line reading and it's other than other than him being like super crazy in the in 89, it's almost like the same delivery. In the same cadence. Interesting. Very, very interesting. I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it because it seems like, like thirty right. years later, he still got it. Well, that's what I, that's what everyone's saying in the in the in the reactions. was Ezra's strong in it, but the two standouts were Sasha Cali and Michael Keaton. So, and like that's what I heard. I heard that. I heard that from back in November. Those were the two main best parts of the film so so i got a question i do like this line i i think i think i it's it's not it's not an exact replica of it it's kind of it's kind of i i like the idea of him in the bat suit saying it and not you know not because when i heard that he's that keaton said said the line in this film like i thought like it was just going to be like all right, you know, maybe maybe they're like out in the daylight and like, or it's at night and the bat signals up and he goes, you know, says the line. But I'm here for it. Like he's in the bat cave. Sounds like he's about to join like their little Justice League, you know, because that's what this is. It's the, it's the Justice Society. Whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> remember, at the, did you you saw Shazam, right? Unfortunately. So at the end credit scene, because no one saw this, so we can spoil Do you want to join the Justice? Yes! Yes! What, can we figure out a new name? <laughs> like Justice Society? I'm still I'll a big advocate line. for Justice Association. I, I'll take this line over that line, Shazam, so... <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> okay. Okay. So let's forget the line. What do you think? How do you think he looks in the suit being 70? Being 70? I, I think he looks really good considering his age. I, I just can't believe. And like, if you look at, if you look at the arms, like the, like the forearm stuff, you know, by the, you know, by the side blades. What do they call those? I can't remember. But it uh, kind of like gauntlets or, or there something. You go, like gauntlet or whatever. It kind of was reminiscent of like Dark Knight Returns. Yeah, I was just gonna say it, that. It reminds me a little bit of the Dark Knight Returns suit, but not not exactly. Obviously, the body and the cape are different, but like the the mm -hmm. arms are similar to that. Yeah, like super thick. And it makes sense. I, I'm assuming this is 
before we get to the fight with Zod. And it makes sense. He's like, yeah, I need to dress up to go fight some Kryptonians. Could you imagine, could you imagine that Batfleck gives him that suit? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, hey, I don't want to fight this fight this time. Have my suit. And he just walks away. <laughs> He's saying the, do you want to get nuts line to Ben Affleck? <laughs> Batman's like, no, of course not. He's like, why do I want nuts? I don't want no nuts. <laughs> this is why I don't. This is why I don't go across the multiverse. <laughs> People talking uh, about nuts. <laughs> but I do like the sequence too because I, I don't know if it already showed it, but like the bats in the background, like that is what. You know, like, my favorite bat cave, I don't know about you, Kyle, like, when there's actual bats in it. Like, I have this weird theory, like, the best Batman movie or movies have bats in the bat cave. And I was thinking about this, I was like, well, that doesn't make sense because there are no bats in, like, The Dark Knight. So, I was like, oh, I'm an idiot. (laughs) Then Batman Begins has them. Yeah, but, like, remember The Dark Knight when he's in, like, where they're in, like, that underground like it's not the a cave it's kind of like an underground bunker are you talking about like, like there's the, no the place where lucius fox had like the supercomputer or whatever no 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 no. like remember remember like like right at, like in the beginning where you know alfred goes in the dark night he goes to like the penthouse and bruce isn't there and he goes to like that bunker and it's like super white and light and everything and like Bruce, like, patching uh, stuff up. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. There's no bats in there, so I was like, well, that theory doesn't work, so. <laughs> theory is thrown in the trash. I know. I'm horrible at this. But the addition of bats here is a nice touch. Yeah, like it, like I said, I really like the look of it. Like, my thing, my thing, my big fear going into this movie was, and I think I said this last episode, is, I was really looking forward to Luke Skywalker in, you know, Force Awakens, and we all know what happened there, and then in The Last Jedi. Like, I don't want to walk away from this movie hating my parts of my childhood. You know what I'm saying? Because I have to, like, kind of, like, you can't unsee those things. You know what I'm saying? You can, like, just, like, you can just, like, think about, you know, the original trilogy and the prequels, but those movies do exist. They are in your subconscious. Yeah. I don't walk in, I don't want to walk out of this movie, you, you know, hating the Keaton version of Batman. So I was really relieved this evening when I saw, when I, I heard that, I, I heard from, like, three people tonight that this is the best version of batman in cinema of all time and apparently there's a sequence in here in this film that makes the warehouse sequence look like like a kindergarten type of a fight (laughs) like i'm serious i heard i've heard that from a couple people so i was like ooh, that's wild to think about so um but yeah we are at 124 think he looks great in the suit very happy i'm glad they didn't do you know the black eye makeup around his eyes like they did like it's fine for (laughs) it's fine for pattinson and everything like obviously but i'm glad they didn't do it this time around so shout out to the makeup department 
I mean, he looks good. Hair and makeup, spot on. Like I, I don't know if they're doing any like post post editing touch ups on his face or not, but I think he looks really good. I mean, there is one. Apparently, they got to remove a mustache. Well, now we just got to throw this whole movie in the trash. <laughs> I still can't believe that's happened. <laughs> All right, but I'm ready to hit play here. I am too. All right, guys. Starting from 124, we're going to hit play in three. We've two, been recording for like an hour. One, go. <laughs> They're the bats. Let's get nuts. I think that the sequence is real cool here. But did you notice? Did you notice that the second Flash was wearing the return suit? Stop, stop, stop right there. Go, 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 go back to 136. So that's so the Hogwarts looking sequence there. Okay. So that, you know, where the, there's like an actual, like, I guess the, the top part of the building, the belfry, if you could say. To me, when I saw that, I was like, yeah. I was like, is that like a nod to the cathedral? And I like, I'll send this to you, Kyle. I tweeted it out. It looks I'll send like, it to like three people agreed. <laughs> Let me send this to you. Where is it at? Look at this and tell me that's that's this is not a nod to that. Let's see what you sent me here. Ba -ba -ba. Like, I'm not talking about like the obviously like the, I'm talking about like the top part. There's like, oh, okay. a you know, I. When you were first describing it, I'm like, no, you're you're crazy. But now that I'm looking at them side by side, I I can kind of see it. I, Thank you. I, I don't know if it was intentional, but I can kind of see the point you're trying to make. I was like, I was like, there's a lot of weird, like nostalgic moments. Is that is that top part of that building supposed to be looking like the cathedral from '89? Like I was like, let me go back. And look at that because I've seen that movie probably a thousand, like, no joke, a thousand times. Like, those are rookie uh, numbers, gotta pump those numbers up. I know, and like, because <laughs> I, I know, like, at the end of this trailer, when they have like the, the bat playing the bat wing, like, it's in a different angle, like, you know, superimposed with the moon. But I was right, like, like, it's very much a nod to that scene, yes. So, I was like, is this another nod to it? So, I, 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 I it's a stretch. This is clearly in like Russia, but I'm just like, see what you're doing here, Andy. I'm on your game. If that's really your name, it's Andrew. <laughs> oh no, we've been lied to. All right, one thirty-six. One thirty-six. Hit and play in three, two, one, go. I'm guessing. I'm guessing that sequence with the little teardrop is the Stop. end. Okay, where? Okay, where? What? what? I I just okay. We're at 148. I just okay, want to comment on what Ben Affleck's talking about here. We are not meant to go back and fix this. Like, like, the like these scars are like who make what make us who we are. Mm -hmm. I think that just fits like his character and like the journey his Batman has gone on in these movies like Snyder so well. Snyderverse, yeah. It's like we can't just go back and undo the mistakes. We have to like live with what we've you know what we've been through. We have to like, let's keep, like push, keep pushing forward. 
Right. Like a Rocky montage. I thought you were stopping because you're like, oh, this bat cycle thing looks amazing. Don't get me wrong. The bat cycle looks pretty cool. I'm down for it. I want to see I it. Still I still understand why that this cape has to be CGI like this. The cape still looks like, like garbage. <laughs> I know the CGI is not finished, but I mean, it could look so much better. They got they literally have like three weeks to make this happen, or they're not going to be able to. They're not going to make make their print. So Jesus Christ, it's going to take three weeks to, just like, to render the right, CGI. Right. They have to like a lot of people don't think like. They have to actually print. Like I know a lot of it's digital now, but there are people that there are cinemas that still use like prints of film. Like it's not all digital, so they still have to go and print. There those. are literally dozens of them. Yeah, hundreds of them. Dozens. Hundreds. Some. Rabbit season. Duck, Duck season. <laughs> But no, I, that, that was just the point I want to make. The dialogue, we've already commented how good it is, but this is just like yeah, further I'm, emphasizing I'm like impressed. how how good it is. I'm impressed. It takes a lot to impress me, but you know, especially because of the DC, we've been lied to so many times. So, I mean, let's not count our chickens before they're hatched. I mean, they're hatched. This movie's coming out whether we like it or not. They're still in the egg. <laughs> All right, we're at 148. Any, anything else you want to talk about the scene? I think it's cool that they get the flying fox from, you know, Justice League. Um, Can we just I, appreciate how, so far, most of the action sequences in this movie are in the daylight? I know, it's interesting. Like, like the downside of doing them in the daylight is it's more, no, like, the bad CGI is more noticeable. Yes. But I'd rather just have the scene be visible and we can see what's going on. Even if and the CGI is not as good looking as it could have been. Right with the Batman, you know, Matt Reeves the Batman is like, even though I watched that film on like my 4K TV, I still like, I can't see most of that shit. Uh, Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. That, that movie, it is hard to see what's going on in that movie sometimes. I'm just like, what is happening here? Uh, I know you haven't seen it, but it kind of brings me back to uh, one of the fight sequences in the final season of Game of Thrones. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you've heard about it. It says pitch black. <laughs> we, we can't see anything. Well, it reminds me, you've seen Big Fish, right? Yeah. So remember in that, remember in Big Fish when he goes off to war and he, and he literally turns the light off and <laughs> then you hear all that. <laughs> <laughs> It's like the yeah. Matt is Matt Reeves a huge fan of Big Fish? Because you can't see anything. That's, that's pretty much a lot of comic book movie action sequences in a nutshell. Well, a lot like someone I I said I saw someone give like a reaction uh, after and said like like what's and it was clearly a knock of the Snyderverse. He's like, this isn't a knock of the Snyderverse, but I love that all the colors popped. I was like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Or is wet. But, I mean, that's a valid criticism. Like, even in Shazam 2, we get, like, the big climatic it's final battle is mostly at night. And the only things we can see are the parts that have, like, well, electricity not even on them. That. Remember, remember when they're on that, when they're on, like, the rooftop and everything? And, like, it has, like, this golden hue to it, but it's so oversaturated. Yeah, it looked terrible. Yes. Like, I'm, I'm tired of that. Like, I'm just... 
But what I really love about Nolan, The Dark Knight, and, you know, even, like, Batman Begins, I know there were some complaints about, you know, you couldn't see a lot of the fight sequences. But, like, if you go back and watch, you know, Batman Begins, The Dark Knight, The Dark Knight Rises, like, those movies still hold up because of the great cinematography, the great lighting sequences, the great lighting scheme. These movies, you know, like, these comic book movies, these highly, heavily CGI films like going back a couple years, they're awful to look at. Yeah. Just horrible cinematography, horrible lighting sequences. I really like Zack Snyder's Justice League. I thought that was really, like, I thought that he really kind of, like, found his kind of, like, niche for, like, that universe in regards to, like, the, the, the saturation. Because it was really over, it was really overtly dark in BVS. I thought that he kind of went. That's back definitely to the best looking of the Snyder esque movies. Yes, yes, for sure. Like even Suicide Squad was super dark. So remember, I mean, you. I, I, I remember, yeah, I remember they were like, "Let's go down to the sewers and fight the like black skinned uh, like monsters." It's like I can't see what's going on. One forty eight. One forty eight. Hit and play in three, two, one, go. I really like the sequence where. Okay, stop. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. What? We get very getting zapped by lightning. 153. What? Like, everyone, like, so I've seen this picture now for about a week. And, like, I'm curious how they got, like, because there's a lot of sequences. I was like, how do they get this, some of the stuff from the trailer? Like, the very end punch-up sequence where he's talking about, like, the, you know, you're strapped to your your uh, parachute. Like, I was like, how did they get that? So I saw this. I was like, what is happening? <laughs> it's like this. It looks like the sequence. Remember, remember in Spider-Man, the animated series? where you had Peter Parker, like, having a dream. And in the dream, you have Spider-Man, like, oh, a huge, God. ginormous Spider-Man, and a ginormous Venom, like, pulling. Yeah. <laughs> That's what, I was like, what is happening here? To me, it looks like Barry is, like, in the Speed Force, yeah. maybe? I hope so. What's actually happening? I'm not too sure. Also, is it just me, or is his head too big for his body right now? I would say it's weird. It's very bizarre. It's a it's a bizarre looking like, and I'm wondering if this is one of the CGI issues. But this is just a very bizarre looking, like it's really purple and Huey, and I don't even know if Huey's a word, but like it just it, the color scheme this, doesn't. Look... This scene was directed by J.J. Abrams. Oh, they're going to say Joss Whedon. Joss Whedon. No, there's, there's too much lens flare. <laughs> I don't know. We, we, this one, this one's, I still have issues with this one. All right. 153. 153. Hit and play in three, two, one, go. Where is she? <laughs> okay, stop. We're at but 202. I, I know that's a Kryptonian she's hitting, but he did. <laughs> like, is that another Kryptonian? Like, another super person. So, Superman. 
and Supergirl killing Zod, and then they showed it in the trailer. And then she I hope that's not Zod, but it kind of looks like him. It's like the almost because remember in Man of Steel, like he snaps Zod's neck, and then like like falls to his knees and screams. Yeah. I'm just in Lois Lane. Could you imagine <laughs> if they have Supergirl, Supergirl kill Zod in this? Oh my god, the internet's gonna lose their minds. So not only not only kills Zod in this, but instead of it Lois Lane, it's Jimmy Olsen. Jimmy Olsen comes in comforts. Uh, it's like we're undoing the injustice from BVS. You mean Man of Steel? No, it wasn't a BVS where Jimmy Olsen gets killed oh, in an oh, uncredited yeah. role in the very beginning of the movie. I remember seeing that. I was like, "Oh, we're in for a we're in for a ride." I was like, <laughs> and it wasn't until after where like it was revealed. Oh yeah, that guy you thought was a no name person that was actually Jimmy Olsen. Yeah, he's like, I wanted to make him that CIA agent. I was like, what? <laughs> I'm like. How are you just going to like kill Superman's best friend like that? <laughs> in like two minutes into the movie. Oh, good times. Good times. And people wonder why other people wanted this shit rebooted. <laughs> you don't Cause... understand, Justin. Zack Snyder had a vision. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I used to have this running joke during the pandemic that I couldn't watch BBS at night because I'd have nightmares. Like I have, remember having like long conversations because I really I'm a, a BBS apologist. I I really like the Ultimate Edition, but like it was just me and my friend I'm like, yeah, it's really dark. It's like, yeah, I know I can't watch this movie at night because Superman gets nuked. Oh God! <laughs> remember Superman gets nuked and yep. he dies in yep. this in space. <laughs> you just see his like. Lifeless zombie. corpse floating through space, looking like a zombie. I like that's like. Did they ever do a pitch for BBS? Um, uh, I'm pretty sure. I, I would be surprised if they didn't. Like, I hope that's like. So you're telling me that the at the end of the movie we're gonna nuke Superman. Yup, nuke Superman. So what happens next? Oh, Doomsday gets back up. He's fine. We're just going to nuke Superman. I just really wish there was a... I'll have to go see it. I'll have to go see it. That sounds funny. Like, I just wish that that should have been noted so heavily. Like, can we not nuke Superman? Like, is there a way to, like, not nuke him? Anyway. I don't know what you're talking about, Justin. It, it, the, the American military is just nuke crazy. They'll just launch nukes whenever they want. <laughs> Like clear, clearly, there is no other option in the DC universe for dealing with a superpowered monster. None at all. I mean, it's Independence Day all over again. There's no other options. We have to nuke it. If Jeff Goldblum's if came out, like I would have accepted that nuclear blast on Superman, but <laughs> uh, I'm ready to continue. Yeah, I know. <laughs> All right, we're at two minutes. And two seconds. Two minutes and two seconds. We're hitting play in three, two, one, go. Only four seconds remain. Stop. I think it's this scene right here that I heard. It was like the warehouse sequence. Where, but like, where Batman is blocking bullets with his cape. 
yes, Batman's cape is now bulletproof. Because if we know anything about Batman, especially in the in, in the Batman, Batman is impervious to all bullets. Uh, here, I'll tell you right now. It looks like we got Batman in a narrow corridor of sorts. We are about to get Batman doing his own rendition of the Daredevil hallway scene. I'm here for it. If that's it, like, I'd be like, woo. I didn't even think about that until you just said that. Interesting. It is interesting to see that. We also see, it looks like Flash is behind him there. One of the Flashes. It's kind of weird that Batman has to be the one to protect Flash from bullets, but okay. I'm at 204. Where are you at? 203. Yeah, like I, I see it someone in a red suit behind him there. So like why why does Batman have to protect Flash from bullets? I know, he's the Flash. <laughs> like is it possible there's a scene where the Flash loses his powers or something? Literally one of his superpowers is faster than a speeding L- Like bullet. I wonder like going back to that uh that scene earlier where he's like in the speed force, I wonder if he like, he loses his powers or something because of that. I don't know, that'd be interesting. I don't know. We'll have to see the movie to find out, I guess. Yes. He's faster than a speeding. That's one of his powers. I know that's a Superman power. But if Super, if Flash is faster than Superman. I, no, you, actually, you know what this is? This is a nod to when Quicksilver got shot in Age of Ultron and died. <laughs> What was his line? What was his line? What was that line? Oh, something, something like, oh god, I can't remember that. What he, said. he said something like, "Oh, that really hurt," or "I didn't see that." Co- no, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> I didn't see that coming. You're the you're Quicksilver. What do you mean you didn't see the bullets coming? And one of the worst costumes of all time. Literally, <laughs> could, you, could you even classify that as a costume? I'm pretty sure he just wore like. He had sweatpants. <laughs> he, he put on sweatpants and his tennis shoes, show up on set and was like, all right, where's my costume? And they're like, what do you mean? You're supposed to just bring your own costume. <laughs> like, seriously. He's like, oh, I guess I'm wearing my sweatpants and the sweater today. <laughs> That's what I look like on Sunday after church. <laughs> <laughs> like, before I go fight, you know, Ultron. Oh, God. I'm wearing like like did he have his did he have his sweatpants tucked into his socks? Pretty sure he did. He probably did. That's probably what's that's probably what slowed him down. Let this be a PSA. If you tuck your sweatpants into your socks, now is the time to stop doing that. Yes. 203. 203. Or hit and play in three. Seconds to go. Hit and play in three. Two, one, go. I really like that action beat. I really want to know what's going on. Why the Flash is doing that. Whoa, 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 whoa. We got Batman getting flown by an explosion, and he's like, sorry, three. That? That's, that's Ben Affleck right there. Like sure. 208, 209, where Batfleck is literally flying through an explosion. It looks like, the, to me, the sequence looks like Something from like the animated series, mm-hmm. or 
Batman Forever because Batman in Batman Forever he flies through an explosion. Yeah. Remember he flies through that like that helicopter flies through that weird eye in Batman Forever. <laughs> I do remember that. It's such a weird movie. <laughs> I'm guessing this is uh sometime later after the whole like I like uh, this chase act- on the the bat cycle. Like I'm very curious. Because it seems like the main part of the ending is he's going to be facing off against Dark Flash. But I'm guessing that's going to be in the desert, too. With Zod there? So, so he, I, think, I think Supergirl kills Zod. And then they got to face off against Dark Flash. So I'm wondering if this is like I'm wondering like I I'm really curious what this Batflex sequence has to because they're like it's the military's chasing them or he's Batman's chasing the military I can't remember but it's just very interesting to see like but the see this shot's real cool like I like yeah that is interesting like with the way the movie the premise of the movie is set up Flash going back in time why. It makes you wonder why would there be something happening in the present timeline that Ben Affleck's Batman has to deal with? I don't know. <laughs> like, if Barry goes to a different universe, why is there something going on in this universe? <laughs> I, like I said at the beginning, I just want this all to make sense. I just, we need answers. Two oh nine. Two oh nine. In play in three, two, one, go. I want to know why Barry Allen is shirtless. And then I want to know why he's... So, that sequence with that person running in... Like, this sequence is so cool. These feel but... like callbacks to Man of Steel. And then look, look. <laughs> I told you. Yeah, we gotta show Batman and Supergirl, then the Flash. I love this. You're strapped to your parachutes. Like, what a great line. Oh... <laughs> But there's that. There's your shot there. There's the the shot with the moon. So. But then I'm guessing that sequence is when they break into that Russian prison. I I would imagine so. That that, that would make sense. All right, triple zero. Triple zero. We are doing it one more time. (laughs) That only took 45 minutes. See, we are professionals at what we do. I mean, we really didn't talk about this trailer at all. <laughs> all right. Uh, and three, all right. two, and go. Here we go. New trailer starts now. I wish you would have said it in a minute from now. Just... <laughs> a minute that we just paused again. <laughs> I love my parents. <laughs> I'm really, I'm really, someone, someone said that the red and the green on his hand was supposed to, was a, supposed to be a callback to... Flashpoint because his mom is the Joker. I was like, I think you're reaching a little. That bit. might be a little bit of a reach. That might be a reach. What? I mean, he might have just been trying to make some like cookie dough. You actually did. You know. <laughs> so look, I get green cookie dough on my hands all the time. So for like for Christmas, my mom makes all. So she makes it like a regular like white or vanilla cookie dough. And then, like, she does these different colors. So she'll do green and red and blue. So it happens. 
I have pictures on my Instagram, Kyle, if you don't believe me. You're right here, guys. Go follow Justin on, sh uh, on Instagram. Pictures oh, of cookies. Um, it's interesting that he goes back in time, and because he goes back in time, it destroys the universe. Like, somehow metahumans disappear. But not Supergirl. All the metahumans except Supergirl and the other Kryptonians. And presumably the fl the Flash from that universe. Ah, oh, it's very interesting. I'm guessing that sequence right there with um, Barry crying is at the end. And do you think one of the versions of the like? Do you think one of the versions of the Flash dies in this movie? I th uh, I think so. I think so, because like I don't see them wanting to kill off uh, Michael Keaton or Supergirl. And if you got two Barry Allens, well, you got to have yeah. If you got three Barry Allens, you got room to have one of them make a sacrifice. I just love that sequence of him jumping out of the Batwing like that. I uh, like I, like I said, it's all Bat symbols. Then, then Superman, and then the Flash. Yeah. So, so here's a question. Here's an answer. Hopefully, so we already know Dark Flash is in this, an, an yes. evil version of Barry Allen. Yes. And yet the story still sort of centers around Barry Allen's mother getting killed, and then him having to go back in time to undo it. Mm -hmm. So. I know from other Flash stories, the reason that happens is because uh, Reverse Flash, or like Eobard Fawn, or whatever the heck his name is, I can't talk right now, is like out to get revenge against the Flash, and so he goes back in time and kills Barry's parents. But like, why would, why would Barry Allen go back in time and kill his own mother? Assuming that they're following a similar sequence of events. Like, like, so you're asking, like, why is there, like, a dark flash? Yeah, like, again, like, why are they going with dark flash instead of reverse flash? But they're still kind of I'm, following I'm the reverse flash's they, motives. When he went back in time, there was, like, another, like, dimensional, you know, dimension. And in that multiverse, instead of Barry wanting to go back in time to be, to go and fix the fix the past you know because his parents were, his mom was killed and his dad's in prison that version of the flash just becomes a villain i don't know like that's a good question so um yeah. I'm, I'm just I mean, wondering because like they would have to jump through a lot of log logical hoops to get barry allen to turn evil enough to be like i gotta kill my own parents i just thought that the, what they were doing is they just started reading the newspaper about ezra miller and they're like all right that's that sounds plausible let's just throw that movie <laughs> that could be that could be <laughs> why do we need why do we need reverse flash we just have an evil flash and just model it after you know ezra miller there was my mistake i'm trying to find logic where there might not be logic what are your thoughts on this trailer? I think it is a 
pretty solid trailer. It's definitely very heavily leaning on nostalgia. Yes. Probably, probably in the best DCEU trailer that they've ever put out. That, I think you might be right. I, I would have to go back and watch all the trailers again to know for I sure. Really like, I really like the Man of Steel one, you know. Man of Steel had good trailers. Yeah. Uh, BBS, like it was touch and go, some of them. Um, the Suicide Squad trailer was interesting because they paid they paid a, a, a company to cut that trailer. That's right. The Suicide Squad trailer is better than the actual I, movie. I the Wonder Woman trailers, to be honest. No, I was never like crazy about the Wonder Woman trailers. And I don't really recall Aquaman trailers either. You know, uh, some of the trailers for Shazam 1 were really good. Yes, I remember those. But I would would submit that of the trailers, of all the DCEU trailers, that this trailer that we just reviewed is the best one. I'm giving it a straight A, A+. Like, it did not give any of the plot away. And, like, yeah. the, those are always yeah, kind of like... We, we learned nothing new about the plot of this movie. We don't even really see new action sequences. We just see, like, other parts of the existing action sequences. Right. And, like, I remember watching the BBS trailer and, like, Doomsday shows up. It's like, oh, he's fighting Doomsday. That's the plot. <laughs> like, oh, that's a big part of the movie that's been revealed. I mean, we, I always feel responsible for them showing that because, like, remember, like, it was kind of like on our podcast when Umberto came and said, hey, you know, Doomsday is <laughs> yeah. going to be the big baddie. So I was like, oh, well. Well, that's happening. <laughs> whoops. <gasps> whoops. Sorry, America. Yeah, that happened. I don't know. Like I said, like I would say that this is probably the best trailer. And I really like the first one, but I like this one even more because there's so many iconic moments. There's like, like we didn't even talk about, you know, the quick sequence of Michael Keaton, Bruce Wayne talking directly to Ezra Miller about, you know, hey, like, you know, my parents who were murdered and because they were murdered, I did that. And you know, I always wondered, like, basically, like, I always wondered what my life would be like if they never would have been murdered, if they were alive, and, like, you did that. You right. have an opportunity yeah. to see He's got you- a lot of respect for uh, Barry Allen doing what he's always wanted to do, which is correct the, correct the mistakes of the past. Right. And, like, like, we didn't even really touch on that. I mean, we're doing that right now, but, like, a lot, like, we, like, the, the plot of the movie is... Like, Barry tries to reset the past, bring his mom back, get his dad out of prison. And because of that, there's no metahumans. General Zod comes out. We don't know why General Zod comes out. Hopefully that's explained. But, like, I would say, like, like those other DC films that were very heavy on what is this movie about? What are Like, this movie did a pretty good job of just giving you enough to get you like huh that movie looks really good and like i've just enough of an appetizer and like that's always been my problem with you know warner brothers and dc is like they can't market anything like even those posters that they were show that they showed today 
those are those not some of the best posters? Those, like those are I'll, definitely some of the best posters we've gotten for DC movies. Like I really like I really like the still image of you know Henry Cavill in handcuffs in that first Superman poster. Um, I wasn't always the biggest fan. I wasn't a big fan of you know the BVS posters where you know you had it was black and white and you had Superman, but the Superman like was ripped and it showed the super. I'm sorry, Superman was ripped and it showed like the bat symbol, and then Batman like was ripped and it showed the Superman symbol. Like I like never got into that. Like. I just really think that those posters, especially the international poster that they just revealed today, was really good, really well done, really just really great artwork. Something that you would want to have in like your office or your den or you know your man cave or whatever, um, or bat cave. Um, but like I just think that this this trailer did such a great job. To really say, hey, this is like an actually good movie. You know, like, because when we would see those other films, like, there was a part of me that's like, this movie looks overstuffed. Here's what I'll say. We've, been, uh, we've had some DC movies come out recently. We have some others that are coming out soon. And a lot of the trailers have made the movies look very generic. Or, since- or they reveal too much about the movies. This like, this trailer has not had trailer, either one of those problems. The Birds of Prey trailers were awful. The Shazam two trailers were awful. The Wonder Woman two trailers weren't very good, if I remember correctly. Um, but this one kind of like like that gave you the emotional like you, the reason you're coming to see this movie is because of the emotion. The reason you're coming to see this movie is because of Supergirl. The reason you're coming to see this movie is because of Michael Keaton's Batman. Like. Or, like, even that, like, the reason you're coming to see this movie is because it's it's dealing with, like, events from the Snyderverse. Uh-huh. So, like, they did a really good job of, like, all right, here's all these. And, like, they didn't even, like, show Iris West. And, like, I'm pretty sure Iris West was speaking, like, hey, you know, you lost your mom, you lost your dad out both in the same day. That must be really blah, blah, you know. Right. Like, in theory, uh, she should be a pretty big part of this movie. Right. So... I hope so. I hope that I hope that like it'll be interesting. I don't know. Like, there's so many questions, and like, I hope that this movie is as good as they say. I hope it does. Like, I hope it's like an eighty-five percent Rotten Tomatoes. You know, like, because I was really surprised that Shazam. I thought Shazam was two was way better than what the RT score was. I thought that was like sixty-eight, sixty-seven percent. Oh, that's too high. Really? I didn't think it was as bad as everyone said it was. I mean, there were narrative choices I disagree with, but, you know. Um, I really hope that this movie is reviewed well. I hope it does really well at the box office. I really like this trailer. I guess the question goes, if this movie does a billion or a billion and a half or two billion or whatever it does, if it crosses that billion dollar mark, does that mean they're going to bring Ezra back? Like, what's the plan? So, and, like, what was interesting about CinemaCon today is they were supposed to, James Gunn and Peter Sanford supposed to come out and talk about and reveal more about the 10-year slate of Super, of, like, not Super, but of, like, what they were supposed to, like, here's, like, some more stuff for y'all, but that never happened, so. Interesting. I think even David Zaslav said they were supposed to come out and do that, so, and that didn't happen, so. I was like, uh, what? (laughs) (laughs) I, uh, hopefully he's just busy doing other stuff. 
Um, so I don't know. Really solid trailer. I give it an A, A plus. A lot of lot of stuff that happens. Cool, iconic shots in the trailer. Um, Michael Keaton looks great. Ezra looks good. Uh, Supergirl looks fantastic. You know, all that stuff looks amazing. I'm, in, I'm, I like going, like going in from just like you know, because all the negativity that surrounded this film, I was like, ooh, this movie, this movie might be a dumpster fire. But now I'm cautiously optimistic that this movie actually might work. So, any thoughts for you before we call it a call 198 in the can? It's gonna feel like a long wait until the movie actually comes out. Right. Do you think they do another trailer? Uh, I, I could see him doing like a short TV spot type of thing, but I don't know if we're going to get like a full length trailer. Interesting. 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 So grade, what would you grade this? Uh, I give it two thumbs up. Okay. Uh, on a scale of F to A. <laughs> two thumbs up. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> this is why we can't have nice things um yeah i give it an a i'm 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 really impressed good trailer good trailer like very 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 interesting epic seems epic seems emotional so my favorite i don't know if i send this to you kyle but my favorite let me read you my favorite tweet from the day that to me won the internet okay so hold up let me, i gotta find it so um where can we find you on the social medias uh, if you really want to find me, you can find me around the interwebs at Looting Kyle. But I'm gonna tell you guys right now, I've not been active on social media recently, and I don't know if that's gonna change. So, you can find me on Twitter at Batman Shanlin. Make sure that you're on our Twitter for the podcast Shanlin on Bat. Make sure that you're doing all that you can to support this podcast. So, it's from Kirby's Last Snack. Oh, you know just, this is going to be good. Just got out of an ultra special early screening of The Flash. Movie lives up to the hype. After 45 minutes of applause and a special appearance by Tom Cruise and Zack Snyder in bat suits, I witnessed, <laughs> I witnessed a different feuding DC film fa- fandoms hugging the theater. Tears streaming. Woo. <laughs> yeah. I just shed a tear. Perfect tweet. Just the best. (laughs) Uh, See, we need more stuff like that. Yeah, that's going to be it for episode 198. If you, we'd like to hear your thoughts on the trailer. Make sure that you're leaving a comment. Uh, Make sure that you are tweeting at us. We want to know what you thought. I put out a poll on our Twitter on grades of what you thought the what grade the trailer should receive. Love to hear your thoughts. So that's going to do it for episode 198. Peace.